0: Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce The First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. What, what's the cost of suppression?
1: Um, I, I, like to please the person I'm in love with or, and I have a lot of tendencies cause I, my twin brother had like mental health issues growing up. And I think we did that a lot for him. So I connect a lot of the stuff that I do with men with that, because I want to make, I want them to feel good. I want to make their, uh, I, w- I, I want to do everything I can to show my love and affection for them. I have that empath. Yeah. I mean, that, that way of like giving them my light. And I think that you, when you, especially for me, like when I fall in love with somebody, I'll give like, you know, the sweat off my back to them. It's gross, but that doesn't make sense. Yeah. But,
0: <laughs> I can visualize it, though.
1: I would give them my coffee. Isn't that, that's, how, that's how deep that's the love a, would be. And he didn't love coffee, that he didn't like coffee, that he didn't drink coffee. So that was my first mistake. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's the first red flag. You just didn't see it. There you go. So let me ask you: When you're inside that situation of, you know, you're feeling suppressed, you know that you're you're that's not who you are. Because, I mean, I don't know you, but from what I've seen and how I found you and the research that I've done, you're just like this ball of energy. I just can't see you suppressed. So when you finally, fought, when you tasted that that side of you, that self-expressed, that you know, free love, just sharing with the world, what was that like? What was that?
1: Um so when I when I suppressed it or when I finally came back out.
0: I think when you finally came back out, like it
1: was amazing. It, I felt I I mean I pushed away friendships during my marriage. It when I when I st- I'm gonna probably get emotional right now because it was one of the best feelings, and I was just like, I'm never going back to that. I did not expect to cry. I just ended my period. What the fuck? <laughs> No, but like I have a close friend. He's he's an LA comic and actor. He, we've been friends since high school and I pushed him so far away because I was like I shouldn't be this close with a man. Yeah. And, and even to this day, we're him and I are like brother-sister. Like, he's in my script because he's a part of the show. Like, it's not like that. But I pushed him so far away because I felt like everyone used to say, we should be married, right? And I used to have a lot of guy friends, and I pushed them all the way. And I'm flirting with everybody. Pushed it all away Because yeah. my ex-husband, like, I don't think he'd – I don't feel he's the kind of guy that's comfortable with that shit. It takes a certain type of guy to feel comfortable with me parading around in, sk- in skimpy outfits, with me talking about, you know, other guy. You know, it, it takes a certain type. It's not for everybody. And I get that. You have to have a, a security within yourself and a trust with other people. You know, so when I finally made amends with my best friend and and discussed the pushing away for years and started to make those small steps, you know, wearing certain clothes again and like feeling good about like, I was in my early thirties and I was like buttoning up because I had like, I just felt like I felt like I'm getting my happy back and it was the best feeling in the world.
0: Yeah. Now that you have that happy, are you willing to give it up?
1: Hell fucking no! And I, this is the thing: is I still have made the mistake of falling into relationships that were similar to what he, what was happening. So I, it's not like I learned. The universe keeps smacking me. I'm sorry if I'm screaming, but like that's just how I talk.
0: You're not screaming. You're good. <laughs> yeah, you, so
1: I love how I was like, I, I was doing a commercial once ago, and like they kept going, "Why are you yelling?" <laughs>
0: what do you mean this is my regular volume
1: i I, they're like the camera's picking you up you're not on stage i was like but this is my regular (laughs) um no i think that i continued after to make the same mistake even though i thought i learned i'm not going to be with anybody i don't love sex like there was a lot of sexual gaps like the sexual intimacy part sorry, the intimacy part was a gap that I wasn't aware of. And I think that was a big problem. I fell in love. Yes. But I was so inexperienced when it came to sex and partners and intimacy. I had no fucking clue. This was not a good match. That was a big issue. Yeah. That was the main issue. I, I think that that, and a, co- and a lot of other things with personality and, and tra- I think that my ex-husband is not a bad person. He's a, he's a decent person with when it comes to just basic shit But we were not meant to be. And I I think that I have a lot of my inexperience with with relationships was a cause of that. But also um, then after the marriage, I was like, well, I'm definitely going to choose someone that's a better sexual fit for me. Uh, No, I didn't. I continued to like fall for these like wounded pigeons that were like pecking at me. Like I was like, I'll help you. And it was like, I don't want help. I was like, but you're hurt. I don't yeah. want to like, that's like a pigeon that's just like pecking at you when you're helping it and it's throwing up on you. And you that's like what I kept falling for. I mean, I had a guy, the first guy right out of the, I was separated and there was a guy who I used to work with. It was teaching. I have a lot. I have a theme here. I tend to go for the guys that I work with.
0: Yeah. Got it. <laughs> hey, it's a pattern. It's fine.
1: <laughs> it's fine. As long as <laughs> now- you
0: embrace your patterns and you know where they're coming from, you just keep weaving that quilt.
1: Yeah. So the guy that I used to work with, we, we were going to like sleep together. I hadn't slept with anybody in two years and anybody I had, slept, I had sex period in two years. And it was like, I didn't want it anymore. Cause I was just all about my daughter. She was a baby. It was like, I was nursing for a year. So your body is going through, like, I felt very alone in the, in the raising of my child and, and, and all of that. There was no sexual like I was, I don't know. I, I i had it tapped off and I'm a very sexual person. I'm a Scorpio, like big about that kind of stuff. So it was so turned off that when I started to turn it back on, I was like, like I was a dog looking for a tree, you know? But he, this guy, didn't want to have sex he wanted to talk about it then when we actually did he couldn't use a condom it was a hot mess it was such a hot mess that i left his apartment i was like is this what the fuck i'm dealing with right now like with when i go out and have sex with a guy after this divorce so i felt so i felt I like i felt like if i can't feel lower about my sex life then this guy just pushed me down a few feet because it was just horrible and then I fucked like a guy 10 years younger than me and it was fine. His dick worked, so. <laughs> <laughs> my mother would oh, be proud of this baby. conversation. Uh, yeah, no, it did. It works beautifully. And I was like, okay, we're back in business.
0: So, But he was a
1: crazy nut job too. He He like tried to push the condom off Pete, you're gonna get the real unfiltered version. No, I
0: love it. I love it. And I, I mean, I'm learning things, and I can't believe that you're saying what you're saying because it's so fucking raw that I appreciate it. So, thank you.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of raw, he. <laughs> 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 well, speaking. <laughs> no, I had the the next guy was like really hot, younger rugby player. He barbacked at the bar. I was also I was also bartending on the side. He tried to push the condom off a couple times inside me and i was like are you fucking kidding me and then i remember i had some wacky nights with this kid he was young, he was 23 i was 33 and i it's what i needed i guess to, yeah. to get that sexual drive back but he was so crazy. like he's a young dude one thing but then also to do shit like that you're putting my health at risk fuck yeah. you you know and i was going through the divorce. i was still i was separated I wasn't legally divorced yet so I, I left, that was a two month fling. It was going to turn it, it was a one night thing. And then it turned into two months because like he started to sh- like he started liking me and I was like, okay, maybe this is the one. <laughs> and my therapist was convincing. My therapist was like, you know what? I know people who have met, meet people that they're 10 years apart. They have kids together that she was telling me these stories. I was like, and I'm believing her. I'm thinking, oh, this is my therapist telling me this. Let me continue to pursue this wrong move. Yeah. because he ended up hurting my feelings he t- you know he treated me like i was in high school like at the very end of the re- like the relationship he told a friend that i worked with he's a, that i was very close with a guy yeah. friend he's like he's like uh what did he say he said like, you could have that if you want it like that
0: yeah Mm-mm. that hurt so <laughs> when you're inside that frame of mind though that you're separated and you're with somebody else talk about that because a lot of people um myself included it's kind of like all right i'm not going to be with anybody until this is complete you know just in case there was hope for you obviously there wasn't any hope but what's that frame of mind yeah what's that frame of mind where i was like give me the fuck fuck to somebody else i'm just kidding yeah well you're being with somebody else while you're still legally married i mean there's a whole thing behind that so it's like yeah i um i guess or what what's your access
1: so the moral part of it for me was like, I'm done. I filed for divorce. I'm, right. I don't want, I don't want this anymore. When I told him, like I had no like, guilt because I was still technically married. It, it wasn't a relationship I was seeking. They weren't interfering with my life as a mom. I needed, I needed to have sex. I needed to feel relations with another man. I felt very sad for a long time, yeah. for a very long time um, like years of unhappy intimacy and unhappy suppression of feelings and the truth of like, I wasn't happy in this relationship. And, and he wasn't either. Like, I think that when someone's not returning your love and you feel like, you know, we had a part of our marriage where like he found, he went through my phone and saw the kind of friendship I had with my, my coworker who, he felt like who was also married. There was nothing sexual between us like on paper or even in person, but there was a definite flirtatious vibe, a definite connection. And, you know, my ex-husband thought I emotionally cheated on him, which I guess if you look at it, yeah, I definitely did because I didn't want to be with my ex-husband anymore. I liked this guy, but it would have been anybody else. And I didn't want to take it to the next level where I'm cheating and I'm so unhappy and making him unhappy. Uh, So
0: This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.